This is episode 71 of season 3 of the Runner Girls podcast. On tonight's show, we will be talking with some of our favorite listeners about their race recaps. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sue, and this is Season 3 of Runner Girls, three women brought together by a love of running who are training to run a 5K in 30 minutes or less. And one of those three women is having computer issues, but um, Katie will be on shortly, as soon as she's all connected. But um, how are you doing, Megan? I'm really good. I've been a nice, relaxing weekend with running and racing. Racing? Yeah. Well, not me racing. Oh. Other people racing. Cars. Oh, okay. Car racing. <laughs> okay. So you, you went to a race or you watched a race? Both. Nice. I didn't know you were a fan. Um, Marshall is, and so by proxy I am, but I watched it as a kid. <laughs> sure. So it kind of counts both ways. Cool. Did you have fun? Yeah. It's really fun. Awesome. Um, well, I, um, I don't know where to start with me. I'm trying to remember everything that happened this week, but all I can think about is today. And it's just, I've, I've had a very intensive training week and today I just kind of crashed. Um, I took a nap this afternoon and I like had to drag myself out of bed. I was so exhausted and then ate like a bunch of chicken, like an entire package of chicken legs by myself. And now I'm just trying to relax with a little bit of wine and like process, like get my brain functioning again, because I don't know if you noticed, but it's not really functioning tonight as we figured out when we were starting the show. (laughs) So that's me. My family's not here. They're out of town this weekend. They went up to Jeff's parents' camp. I would have gone, but I wanted to stick around for the race, which I'll get into later. But, um, so yeah, it's been pretty quiet here. And I cleaned the house yesterday, which I'm glad I did because I would not have had the energy to do it today. And, um, it's really, really easy to keep a house clean when there's nobody in it but you. (laughs) (laughs) So, me and BB have just been hanging out and she's been loving on me. Like, I'm the best person in the world because nobody else is here. So that's been cool. So, yeah. Are you ready to move ahead to cover our training? Yeah. All right, let's do that. So I will let you start. You've been busy the last couple of weeks. You've been running with your running group and following your training plan. How did things go this past week? Good. I did a total of 13 miles this past week. Nice. So that was my three weekly three-mile runs, mm-hmm. which um, Monday and Wednesday's runs were fine non-memorable, I guess, which is good because that means running is becoming normal again. Nice. And then, oh, no, Wednesday was my really weird fast run that I posted about on Daily Mile. What was that? Where I ran splits that were really fast. I We finished, we weren't paying attention to the watch because it, my pace got off the screen on my watch and I was running and didn't want to move it. And we got to the end of like the three miles and I was dying. 
I was like, why do I feel like this run is miserable and it's killing me? And then I unloaded my watch and looked at the splits and we did mile one in 11.25, the second mile in 10.24, and the third mile in 11.05. Nice. So it was pretty much a race. Yeah, I was going to say that's like 5K effort for you. Yes. And I was like, okay, no wonder I feel like I'm dying. It is really humid. It's in the high 70s. So your total time was what, 32, 33 minutes? It would have been about um, 33 but my wa- I kept walking to 3.2, so it came out at 37. Okay. So we still averaged 11.30. Nice. Two. So that's really quick for what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So that explained why I felt like I was going to die at the end of the run. <laughs> I haven't felt that that way in a while. I, was bre- I couldn't breathe. My legs hurt. I was like, why is this run so hard? Are you still running like a hilly route? Yeah, some of the, there's um, elevation gain in all of them. Yeah. So it's, none of them are flat anymore. Nice. So you're really getting a good workout in. Yeah. And then um, Friday, we ended up running a really hilly route with a big hill that I ended up walking a lot more of because we stayed out late Thursday night. And so I ended up going to the run with about three hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Look at you dedicated. Yeah. Well, this is my thing. And I've been telling myself this. I don't have any excuses to not run right now. I really don't. We stayed out late. Okay. I don't have anything to do the next day. There's no reason I can't get up at five and run. So I've been telling myself I have to run during the summer when there's no excuses, because if I let myself make excuses now when I don't have any, then I'm really going to let myself make excuses during the school year where I might have a reason to not run. And so, so now you can kind of install that work ethic so it's maybe, like, automatic when school yes. starts. Yeah, and I've already been kind of waking up by myself around the time I would be getting up to run anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's making it easier because I'm already awake. That is so great. I'm excited. And then today we went and ran four miles for the long run. Nice. Which, one, is a big accomplishment because it makes it my longest run since the half marathon in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at over a year, a year wow. and a half almost of me not running anything more than three and a half miles. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So how did it feel? It was okay. It was hilly and we did it at around 11.45 a.m. So already not the best time to run. Yeah, hot, right? Yeah, it was hot and a little bit humid, but it was still good. It was easier. I have... um some pain in my hamstring now, but I'm thinking that's just, I don't think I heard it. It's just I think it's soreness. sore. Yeah. Because yeah. I rolled it out a little bit earlier and it's already feeling better. Good. So I'm excited to be consistently running. That's twice, two weeks in a row where I've run at least three times. That's so great. It makes me happy every time I see a new run on your Daily Mile page. I'm just like, yay. <laughs> She's doing it. I love it. posting them. I'm like, yay, I get to post something on here. It's not weeks of emptiness. Right. And to be able to go look at my training and see that there's runs there for the yeah. past four weeks. I'm like, yes. That's and so then I've done 32 miles in the last four weeks. Is nice. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. That's awesome. I did not mean to laugh at that. I just no, I ran know. more than that this week, so it made I know. Me laugh. And I knew exactly where the laugh was coming from. 
I was like, Sue probably ran more than that. That's why she's laughing, because it's one of those funny things. No, and I never run as much as I did this week. It just it just made me laugh. You're finally running, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I ran that this week. Yeah, no, and I completely understand that. I'm not training for a marathon. I'm just trying to be more consistent about it. Right. And I haven't had any – my longest run was four miles this week, and I know you already ran a 10K race, so you were already going to be further. Yeah. Yeah. Four miles was my easy run this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty cool to see like, you know, starting out this year when I just came back from injury, you know, how hard it was to even get to four miles and to see like where I am now is amazing to me. Like the human body is incredible what it can do. It's so amazing. Sorry, I've been drinking wine tonight, so I'm a little <laughs> no, happy. No, I love it, too, because it's been exciting for me having just that base of fitness, even though I hadn't really run in the past year, and that even three miles have been pretty easy. I've been able to do it out there without feeling like I was dying, like when I remember when I first started running, and we yeah. couldn't run 30 seconds. Right. I was dying then, and now I can do three miles still pretty easily when I couldn't run 30 seconds. That's awesome. So what's on the plan for this week? It'll probably be about the same three, 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 and then four. So another 13 miles, mm -hmm. which I am happy with. The girl I've been, one of the girls I've been running with is training for the same half I am in October. So we've got plans to meet earlier in the mornings during the week when it gets to the longer week runs. Mm -hmm. So we'll run the longer distance because a lot of the other girls don't run longer they'll just do the three miles mm -hmm. so we'll meet and run like the mile beforehand nice and then meet them to do the three miles so we still get to run together and then you know you'll get the full run in because you're doing it before the group run actually starts yeah and then we've um keep keeping each other accountable by running on the weekends together for the long runs like we did today we went out to a really nice park and did it and i was like okay and it was, some of it was shady, some of it was trails, some of it was out in the middle of hilly sun that felt like a sauna. Well, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you and that you have, like, running buddies now. And now you know, like, I mean, you know before, you've run with friends before, but you know, like, how I go on and on about how much I love running with other people because the time flies by and it gives you a reason to go out and run. Like, you actually yeah. want to do it. Yeah, and I found just having somebody to tell that I'm going to go run makes me want to do it even more. It's yeah. so much harder to flake when you've told somebody you're going to be there. Right. Well, awesome. Great job this week. Thanks. Um, all right. So this week was a busy week for me running-wise. Um, Monday, I did four miles easy with Bree on the the run portion of the pumpkin man sprint course and Tuesday I had my first speed workout and this was supposed to be 12 intervals of 400 meters at 5k pace which I was going by my um, sub 35k pace and this was a little iffy I ended up having some pain in like my right side which isn't the part that I've been having 
problems with. I've been having problems on my left side, so to have pain on my right side was not making me happy, to say the least. So I managed to get through 10 reps, um, and then I just called it quits because I didn't want to push it. Just uh, I didn't want to injure myself. So I stopped there, and Wednesday was a rest day. Thursday, I had a tempo run, which for my training plan isn't actually a tempo run. It's run at marathon pace. So it was um, one mile warm up plus five miles at marathon pace, which this year I'm going for 10 minutes and 52 seconds. So just under 11 minute miles, um, aiming for a 445 finish in the marathon. And it went pretty good. My tendonitis wasn't really bothering me. I mean, I could feel it, but it wasn't enough to, like, it wasn't painful. But my right side started bothering me again. So I stopped after three miles to stretch and um, ran another mile and then stretched after four miles and then managed to finish my last mile. So it wasn't like five miles uninterrupted, but I got it done. And then I didn't do my cool down because, you know, I, again, I was having that pain and I didn't want to push it. So at this point I was doing a lot of foam rolling and stretching. I've pretty much like tripled the amount of stretching that I normally do. Um, the amount of time spent stretching and been doing a lot more foam rolling uh, a lot of using the stick, basically anything I can to loosen up the muscles. Um, Friday I went out and I did four miles easy with Brie again and this time you know uh, I had been stretching, rolling um, and I took it really easy and I didn't have any problems. I felt the tendonitis a little bit but it wasn't enough that I had to stop and stretch and my right side didn't really bother me. I think I felt it just a little bit towards the end of the run but it wasn't painful. So I was starting to feel a little better about um, doing eight miles on Saturday, which is my longest long run so far. Um, this was really tough. I wish I could say why it was so hard, but I think it was just the increase in distance because my longest run in a long time had been six miles and it had been a while since I even did that. So um, the first five miles went by pretty quickly tendonitis wasn't really bothering me. I could feel it, but not enough where I had to stop or anything. Right side wasn't really bothering me. Again, I could feel it a little bit um, getting towards the five mile mark, but not enough that I was in pain. Um, so at five miles, it, I was starting to hurt just from the fatigue of running the distance, but I stuck it out. I ditched my fuel belt because I was really frustrated with that. So um, at five miles, I was at, back at my apartment. So I threw my fuel belt in my car and just kept going. And then when I got to six miles, I just hit machine mode. Like I was having <laughs> runner's high. All the pain was gone and I was just flying. It was amazing. Um, so that mile went by great. Mile seven, though, was a bitch. <laughs> so um, I really struggled with the last mile, not pain-wise. I still felt pretty good. It was just my legs are like, what are you doing? Why are we still doing this? I don't want to do this anymore. But I pushed through, and I got it done and ran my last mile faster than the other one. So I pretty much negative split that run starting out at close to 13-minute miles and finishing close to 11-minute miles. So um, as hard as it was, I got it done, and I kicked its ass. <laughs> so that left me with today. Today, I 
ended up doing the Summerfest 10K, which I wasn't committed to doing until after yesterday's run. I kind of hadn't made up my mind whether I was going to do it or not because it's a really hard race. The elevation gain is comparable to Katie's Run the Bluegrass half marathon, but it's in half the distance. So it's hilly and it's hard. But since Saturday's run went so well, I decided I was going to do it. I went out and I did, because I had eight miles on the plan again for today, I did a two-mile warm-up before the 10K. So I took it really easy in the warm-up and fueled with the Generation You Can Super Starch, which is um, a fuel that a lot of low-carb runners use. It's meant to stabilize your blood sugar. Um, So I fueled with that, and then I did a lot of stretching before the race and then my plan was since I'd already done a speed workout and a tempo run that I was just going to take it easy and run it as a training run so of course I started out way too fast (laughs) (laughs) and um I just you know it started out downhill so that's you know that's where they get you um it just feels so easy so you're just flying downhill and then the second mile is pretty much uphill And then the third mile is downhill, and the fourth mile is uphill, and the fifth mile is downhill, and the last mile is uphill. So it was it was a really interesting race. I I really think that I did well considering how tough it was. I did have to walk up a couple of the big hills, but I managed to finish in one oh seven twenty one, which is only thirty seconds off my last ten k, which was pretty flat. So. I am super happy with that. I had no tendonitis pain. I had no butt pain or hamstring pain, nothing. Like, it was just friggin' trying to get up those hills. So, um, at the end of it all, I did 36.6 miles for the week, so just under 37. And uh, I survived the first hard week of marathon training and actually ended the week feeling better than when I started. So, I mean, I'm tired, <laughs> super tired, but, um, but I got it done and I'm super happy about it. And going into this week, it's going to be pretty similar to what I just did. So it'll be four miles easy tomorrow. Um, Tuesday's workout is eight by 600s at 5K pace. Uh, Wednesday's rest day. Thursday is another five miles at marathon pace. Friday is four miles easy. Saturday is six miles easy. And then Sunday is my long run of 10 miles. So I'm looking forward to that, to increasing the distance. I feel like it's going to be hard, (laughs) but, um, but I need to get up there because I have a half marathon coming up in a few weeks. So so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think the total distance for the week is going to be something like 37 or 38 miles. Good. When is your marathon again? The um, marathon is going to be October 18th. So that's okay. the, the Bay State Marathon. The half marathon that I'm doing, the first half marathon that I'm planning to do is August 24th. And um, the next half marathon will be August, no, no, October 4th, which will be Spunny Nose Rock Fest. And that'll be... I think a couple weeks before the marathon. Okay. And then you have a two week break between the marathon and our half in Savannah. Yes. So, um, and that's good because Hanson's actually recommends taking two weeks off 
Um, I'll probably do an easy run the second week just to be sure I can still run <laughs> before, you know, the half marathon. But yeah, then the third half marathon will be Rock and Roll Savannah, and then and that'll be November. And then Bree and I are talking about doing a half marathon together in December, which will be the Jingle Bell half marathon. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Lots of half marathons coming up for you, too. Yeah. I was hoping I might qualify for half fanatics, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen because of the timing of the races. Although oh. there is there is a half marathon in Dover. I'll have to see when that is. I think it's in October or November sometime, but um, but maybe I could qualify for half fanatics. But I have bigger goals, so. I mean, I'm also yeah. training for a triathlon. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. I was thinking with my halves, I should get the two within 30 days I'll qualify because I have the half September 12th and then October 10th. I thought it's two within 16 days. Oh, then I qualify for three within 30 or 90, three within 90. Oh, nice. Because of Savannah is back November 6th again. Oh, so awesome. it'd be like September 12th, October 10th, November 6th, which I know for sure is 90 days. Well, if you would qualify, then I would qualify because mine would be um, actually August 24th. Maybe that'll be too far out from November 7th. I don't know. Yeah, you would have to do one in September. Mm-mm, probably not. Uh, yeah, I don't see any in September that I could do anyway. But um, yeah, I'll have to look into it. But you know, I feel like I have a lot on my plate, so it's not a big deal if I don't do it. But I don't want to be the only half an <laughs> person that's not half an addict. But um, you get to be awesome because you have um, you'll have run two marathons, which Katie and I haven't done. That is true. And a triathlon, which we also haven't done. Well, Katie's done a triathlon. Oh, okay. She didn't do one while she was training for a marathon, though. No. <laughs> no. All right, so we should um, see if we can find Katie and see how she's doing. Um, Katie, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm good. Once the technology decided to cooperate with me, it about got thrown out the window. Oh, wow. Well, don't yeah. do that, because then we wouldn't be able to talk to you at all. I know. I had to kind of take a deep breath and say, all right, what do I need to do? Which ended up being call my brother and ask him because he's the computer guru. So he walked me through some steps to get it up and running and knock on wood. It is still functioning and I am talking to you ladies now. Awesome. So how has your week been? It has been hot, busy. <laughs> the heat is back in full force for sure. And I just got back from Lexington earlier today because we went to see the Eagles in concert last night at Rep Arena, and it was awesome. So much fun. Nice. Yeah. You know, I've been listening to a lot of classic rock lately. I mean, I've always enjoyed classic rock, especially the Eagles. Not mm -hmm. especially. I've always enjoyed the Eagles, um, but I'm really listening to a lot more of it lately. Um, yeah. Yeah. Elton John, Billy Joel, that kind of thing. Um, so I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous of everybody all the time. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Um, so you have been doing some more traveling, and you took it pretty easy last week with your running and that you didn't. Um, yes. How did this week go? Well, it was a little harder than last week, as in I did some running, so that's an accomplishment. Good. I had four runs in my training plan for this week 50 50 I did half of them Yay. so 
that's better than none, yeah. right? That's that's the way I'm looking at it. Absolutely. I did one three miler and one four miler. Um, the four miler had walking <laughs> for the better part of the third mile because it was so hot out there. I I got out at about. 8.30, I'd say, and it was still pretty comfortable, but when I was coming back, that humidity was already starting to settle in, and it was kind of hazy that day anyway, so the air was really thick, mm-hmm. and it was just tough, and I was ready to get back and jump in the pool and, like, relax. Sounds like Megan's four-miler. Yeah. Yeah, I saw your post on Facebook earlier, hot and sweaty, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah That that's exactly what I felt like at the end of this one, and then... For my long run that I was supposed to do yesterday, that that didn't happen because mm-hmm. we ended up leaving a little earlier than we had planned, which was a good thing. Dinner ended up running long, and we walked into the arena right as the lights dimmed for the concert to start. So, so all said and done, it did work out yesterday. The running plan just didn't go like my schedule says it should have, but like I said, two out of four at least I'm I'm 50 50 and I'll be heading back down to South Carolina probably Tuesday is what I'm looking at right now and so that'll you know get me back into the mode of this is my time I don't want that to sound bad because I don't mean it in a derogatory way or a negative way I love spending time with my family Mm -hmm. but you know it's much easier to only have to plan one schedule as opposed Mm -hmm. to coordinate your schedule with several other people (laughs) Sure. so I'm looking forward to getting back down there and you know just really enjoying these last few weeks before I go back to work and um, getting back on track with my training calendar (laughs) and where would that put you in your plan well it should technically be a long run of seven but I think I'm just going to repeat what I should have done this week for next week. Yeah. So that's three, four, three and a long run of six. Okay. And and that's what I'll be shooting for. Oh, great. I hope that you are able to find the time to get in most of those runs. Yes. (laughs) If not all. Yes. And that the um, weather cooperates. Absolutely. I'm hoping so too, because there's been some rumors of possible tropical storm development off the coast of South Carolina. Uh Yeah, so I was like, of course, of course, when I come back, we have a tropical storm. And of but course, you know, it's, it's probably going to head up this way, too. It never yeah. heads down towards Megan. It, um, well, now Megan's north. above me, so... Oh, yeah, that's right. You're going to get hit, yeah. too. <laughs> well, um, if I was in Florida this week, I would be underwater, because that's where major- the county above mine, they're evacuating, not mandatory oh due to flooding. Wow. Oh because gosh. it has rained the last week every day, and it's scheduled to rain every day until the 8th of August. And they're already in flood. They've got sandbags and everything. Oh, that's awful. It's pretty – it's bad out there, and they're just – I've had friends complaining, you know, about how miserable it is just because it's raining all yeah. the time. And that's already during the summer terrible. And then looking at the pictures that they're posting, it's awful. Just – People are in kayaks and canoes and stuff in their driveway. So there's some worry going on with that if it continues to rain like they're saying it will, mm-hmm. which kind of makes me glad I'm not there. Yeah. Because I don't know if we would be flooding like that because Tampa isn't next to a river or anything. Not where I lived. 
and we weren't close enough to the water to get that right like the county above is but it'd still be miserable running weather it'd be you know raining every day it'd be like tropical storm weather so kind of worried about them down there just with all the rain and I hope they're okay and then I feel guilty because California is still in a drought and Florida is flooding well Florida should send some of that water to California yeah I wish that that? worked (laughs) (laughs) if only it worked that way is that not how it works oh well that's awful I'm glad that you don't have to deal with it, but um, that sucks. All right, so I think that wraps up our training. Are you girls ready to move along to our weekly topic, which this week is our listener race recaps? Yes. Yes. All right. So our first guest who will be joining us for a listener race recap tonight is Becca, who, if you follow her on Daily Mile, you probably know her better as Sugar Magnolia. She came on to tell us about her training and race for her third half Ironman triathlon, the Vineman 70.3. So how did your training go? Did it go smoothly? It did go pretty smoothly this time. For my second half Ironman, which was last year, 2014, it was not very smooth. I had a lot of family issues that came up. Um including my husband had a heart attack, my mother, um, yeah, and he's okay, but my mother um, got cancer and she died a month before my half Ironman. I just, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of family drama, um, a lot of medical crisis that would come up and stop me from training. So um, this year, I, knock on wood, had no medical crises in my family. And um, so I was able to get the majority of my workouts. And sometimes I didn't. And, um, you know, something came up with my kids because family always comes first. I would, you know, just not work out that day. But I got the majority in. So when I, when I got to the triathlon, which was Vineman um, 70.3, um, which is up in Sonoma County in California, I felt, uh, I felt ready and very trained for it. Well, that's great. Yeah. And so do you feel like your uh, preparation led you to have a good result at the race? Yes. Yes. But more importantly, I think I felt that even if I didn't do very well at the race and I think doing well is subjective to any person, but um, I knew that I'd given it my best. So even if I didn't have the time result that I wanted, I would have been happy with it because I did the best I could do. Oh, that's awesome. So will you tell us about the race? So it was an incredible venue. It's up in Sonoma County in Northern California. So the swim is in the Russian River, which I've never swam in a river before. I live in San Diego, and all my open water swims are done in the ocean here in the Pacific or in Mission Bay, which is saltwater. Um, The Russian River is gorgeous, and it's uh, freshwater. I've never been in freshwater before. And uh, Sue, I know you swim in a pond. Is that freshwater? Or? It, well, I wouldn't call it fresh, but yes, it's not saltwater. <laughs> um, ocean <Yeah. laughs> swimming is scary to me, but, um, but yes. yeah, I swim in a very pollen-polluted <laughs> lake or pond. But it's quote-unquote freshwater. Yes. So it was my first time. Um, so the swim was... It was amazing. And uh, at the turnaround, it's actually a very shallow race. And some people can actually walk part of it if you want. And wow. there's a turnaround point that you, you know, you, did, you round a buoy and come back. And it is so shallow that as you're swimming, your fingers are raking the rocks underneath. Wow. So at that point, you kind of have to stand up and, 
then you dive back in the water. So that was kind of funny. But um, the swim was incredible. And the whole time I was swimming, I was sad I'd never get to swim there again because I don't want to come back to the bay now. <laughs> I just wanted to, like, all my swims need to be in the Russian River. And uh, the bike ride was, well, 56 miles, which is a half Ironman distance. And 50 or so of the miles was through vineyards. So on every side, as far as you can see, were um, grapes and trees and wow. wineries. And I passed a place that does makes their own olive oil. And it was just, it was breathtaking, absolutely gorgeous. And different for me because, you know, living in San Diego, I don't have that. Um, I swim, I, I swim, I bike by the ocean sometimes, which is nice. But this was different and very green and lush. And, and then the run was uh, hard. It was very... <laughs> warm and you have to get off the bike and do a half marathon, which is always hard for me um, after biking for 56 miles. And uh, But you know, kind of trudge along and part of the run goes through La Crema Winery. So you circle through the winery and even though I'd been biking through vineyards, this time I was really up close and it was able to see the actual grapes on the vines and that was kind of cool for me. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was... It was a, a dream race. And actually, the race sold out, I think, in seven minutes or something like that, like really quickly. I was very lucky to get in. And I can see why it sells out so quickly because it's just a dream. It's a dream race. Sounds like you had a very positive experience. Very positive. Yes. Yes. In fact, my last two half Ironman that I did at the very end, at the finish line, I, I told my husband, I'm never doing this again. It's a stupid <laughs> distance. Who wants to do 70.3 miles? And then I ended up signing up. <laughs> but this time I finished and I'm like, I'm definitely going to do this again. Like I felt, I felt good. I felt strong. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight and telling us about your half Ironman. You are, we actually know you from Daily Mile as Sugar Magnolia. Um, right. Is that the name that your blog is under too? Um, my blog is sugarmagnolia70.blogspot.com. Okay. Would you like us to share that with our listeners? Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. No problem. Well, we look forward to following your training and, and to see what you end up doing next. Any uh, thoughts on doing the full Ironman? Well, I'm going to admit this on your podcast, which I know is uh, broadcast worldwide. So, yes, <laughs> I am going to do a full. Um, I'm planning on doing Ironman, probably Ironman Texas, but not until 2020. So I have five years to get my head wrapped around that fact. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of reasons. I'm, I'm waiting five years, partly for my kids to be a little bit older, but also because that's the year I turned 50 and it'll be my 50th birthday present wow. to myself. Maybe a stupid birthday present, yes. but <laughs> hating myself after I could have bought myself a, a sweater or something, but uh, yeah, I'm planning on doing a full in five years. Well, that's great. We look forward to following your progress and to, to see how that goes for you. Thanks, Sue. And thanks, Katie. And thanks, Megan. It's been nice talking to the three of you. So we are joined now with Tammy Cubis, who listeners, longtime listeners probably know as winner of several of the Runner Girls challenges. <laughs> and we also met you at the Superhero Half Marathon. Yes. And you have been a half marathon running machine. Yeah, um, I've gone a little off the deep end. <laughs> You're like full-on addict, right? Yeah, um, today I completed my 54th total overall half. <gasps> Holy cow. And you've yeah. also done, what, two fulls? I did. I, um, I In January, I qualified for Marathon Maniacs by doing two fulls. 
and I have three by accident. It was totally by accident, I promise. Um, <laughs> How do you run two full marathons on accident? Well, those weren't by accident, but the three fulls that I have in the fall are were kind of by accident. I deliberately signed up to do wine glass in Corning, New York, which mm-hmm. I'm absolutely doing. And then I entered the lottery for Marine Corps and New York City. And I didn't think, because it's a lottery, you know, right. what's my chances. I got into both. <gasps> oh, That's wow. Awesome. And I'm running both. My thought is that I'm going to, you know, go all out for Marine Corps and, you know, beat the bridge and that whole thing. It's, it's, it got me very nervous. And then New York is just going to be the victory lap. So that's, you know, that's coming up for the fall. But I'm using my half marathons as part of my training towards that. So I'm doing miles before some of these halves. And then I'm doing a lot of doubles. Like this weekend was it um, back-to-backs, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. So I'm using those to help with, you know, the endurance and things like that. Okay. I have like a million questions. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So – Back when you qualified for Marathon Maniacs with your first and second marathon, didn't you run those in like two weeks of each other? I did. I ran um, the Disney World full marathon. Um, I I only did the marathon. I didn't do dopey or anything like that. Right. And then I went back two weeks later back to Orlando and ran the celebration full marathon. One of my friends encouraged me to do it because he had qualified in the fall and said, well, you're already trained for it. You might as well go do it. Let's let's get you qualified for Maniacs. I said, okay, let's do it. So I, I did. Wow. And yeah. so what was your experience for, from the first full marathon to the second? I love Disney. So the whole experience for that was, you know, incredible. Um, but I hit a wall, which I wasn't expecting. I hadn't hit one in training. Um, I got rained on. In mm. at the at the worst part of the course, they run into the, the you run in the world of sports, and they say it's really it's nobody likes doing that section of the course. It's almost a five k. It's a little over a five k in that just that complex itself. And I got rained on. I went to the ladies' room <laughs> because they have real bathrooms there, so it was like I'm going to hold out for the real bathroom. No porta pots for me. And when I went into the bathroom, I thought nobody knows I'm here. I I wouldn't have to leave if I didn't want to. <laughs> I finished it and I was, you know, I was thrilled. And when I hit mile 25, I was crying mm-hmm. and uh, marathon photo has a bunch of pictures of like tears rolling down my face, which, you know, I look horrible, but I, I really, I, I just, I cherish those pictures because it's really what I was going through at that moment. But when, and I, I you know, I absolutely enjoyed it. It was Disney. I love Disney. When I went back to do celebration, I went with two friends and they ran that course with me and we stayed together the whole time. We never, none of us ever hit a wall. We, like, everything was just smooth. We did our intervals. We all fueled properly. Everything was just, you know, beautiful. And I PR'd by, like, 30 minutes, which I knew I was going to anyway because Disney, I stopped at all the characters, and I stopped for every every mile marker I took a picture of and all those sorts of things. So I knew I would do slightly better. But by 30 minutes, I was, wasn't expecting that for wow. sure. And I just had a better experience for the second full than I did the first. I don't know if the pressure was off, if because I was running with friends, I think that made a huge difference. You probably also had a huge fitness gain just from running the first one. Yeah. (laughs) Because I didn't really do too much in between. I really just rested and recovered. That's great. So, yeah. And then I waited almost, um, well, I didn't run my next race until the end of February. 
Oh, you are a total slacker. Totally <laughs> <laughs> slacker. I actually did, I did a DNS on a race at the beginning of February, and I felt horrible about it. I'm like, I can't believe I DNSed a race. I've never, you know, I, I felt terrible. And I thought, well, you know, it was snowing, it was raining, it was horrible, it was cold. I said, I'm not doing it. Oh, you were due. <laughs> I was like, I need a break. So, okay, what level of half fanatic are you right now? Currently, I am Mercury. And if, <gasps> yeah, if everything goes to plan and I stay healthy and everything goes okay, I will reach the sun on December 13th of this year. Wow. That, I mean, that sounds pretty good. I'd hit it sooner if I didn't have those three darn fools that I'm doing. <laughs> those pesky fools. Yeah. All three of them. So that, that'll yeah. put you at like well over 75 miles, just those three yeah. full marathons. So you said that you ran back-to-back half marathons this weekend? I did. I did. I, I do that quite a bit. Um, a, a few weeks ago, I did Bear Lake, which was three half marathons. So it was three days in a row that I did. And then the week before, I did Hatfield McCoy, which counts as two halves, but technically was a full because we we got eight minutes in between the end of one and the, the beginning of the second. Wow. <gasps> yeah. So I, I did that on Saturday and then flew to Utah on Wednesday and ran Thursday, Friday, Saturday, came home and then flew back out to Wisconsin and ran Michigan and Wisconsin. So it was like a one, a three, and a two. So I do it a lot. I do it a lot. So are you like running it all during the week or are you just like running half marathons every weekend? Like what's, what's your week like? Um, I haven't been running during the week. I, I really need to get back out there. Like at least one day a week, I need to go out and do three miles just to, just to stay loose. Yeah. Um, But when you have so many, you know, I did 26 miles this weekend. It's like, well, really, did I, did I need to go out? Cause that's, you know, some people in training aren't hitting 26 miles for the week. And it's like, that's a lot of miles on my leg. And I do have plantar fasciitis. So I've been fighting with that mm. and trying to get that under control. So I'm trying not to do too much cause I want to rest that. But then I also, I definitely feel, I can feel it like yesterday morning. I felt it the first three, four miles. It, it definitely, I was like, okay, I need to get back out during the week, at least one day a week, if nothing else, just to get a shakeout run. Because this morning, it was the exact same course as I ran yesterday, but the first four or five miles were just fabulous. I felt loose. I felt like I hit my stride early and I, I didn't, you know, it didn't feel like it did yesterday, on Saturday. So I know I need to get back to it, but there are just some weeks where it's like, you know, I've got two coming up. I'm tired. (laughs) Yeah. Well, listen to your body whenever you can. It sounds like, I mean, you just got such a full schedule of races. Um, How are you planning to train for the full marathons in the fall? Well, I'm August will, because I'm doing, I'm currently up to, you know, 13 miles. So I've got a, you know, 13 mile long run Mm -hmm. pretty much covered. Um, so in August, I will start doing, I'll do, you know, a few miles before and hit, you know, 16. I um, I went up to 23 for, for my full in January. I don't know if I need to go up to that again. I'm, I want to hit 20 before I do do um, wine glass. But I figured that when I do wine glass, wine glass is the first weekend in October. And I was treating that as my last long run for New York which is four weeks out, it's 
three weeks out from Marine Corps. So I figured that that's going to, you know, it's, it's technically my last long run for those two races, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to try to do a few miles before some of my hands. I have a hard time doing it after because I just want to be done. So I'm going to try to get, you know, three or four miles before some of these halves that I have coming up just to get the miles in just so I have the endurance. I'm more concerned about time than I am anything. So as long as I, I, I don't want to be swept, I don't, I don't care if I'm last. I just don't want to be picked up by the bus. Right. So yeah. What, what is the limit on the races? What's the time? Limit? I don't think New York has a stringent limit. So that's why I feel like that's kind of like a victory lap for me. Yep. Um, Marine Corps, I, I don't know what the official pace that you have to, I want to say it's 14. Okay. I want to say it's 14, but you have to reach the bridge. By my, which is at mile 20, you have to beat the bridge. So as long as I do that, I'll be okay because then you're safe. Yeah, I'm I, sure you will be. You're a pretty decent runner. Like you're like about my ability, I would say. I consider myself top of the back of the pack. Yeah, yeah, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not really, I'm like, I'm, I'm bottom of the mid packers, but I'm top of the back of the pack. That's what I consider myself. So it's like, it's, it's not, and then it depends on the size of the race too. That I'm fine being at the back. I'm fine with that. I have a lot of fun. Right. And my husband always says that I, I would probably have a, he's the way he said, he goes, you'll have, you'd have a better time if you stop taking pictures. I said, well, that's the thing. I am having a great time and that right. has nothing to do with what's on that clock. Right. So, you know, I, beautiful. These races, some of these races are just breathtakingly gorgeous. So, so that was my question for you. Like, do you run them to have fun every single race or are you, are you going for time goals on any of them? Like, do you have specific goal races or you're just kind of winging it? I want to keep running so I can keep eating cupcakes and that's (laughs) not a truth. Um, I want to stay healthy and that's really why I do it. So as long as I'm not being swept or kicked off a course, I'm, I'm fine with whatever time the clock says like that. And I don't really have goal races. I have ones that I, you know, I train a little bit more for than Mm -hmm. others, but I had a, had an accidental close to PR in April. And I never thought that I would get close to like my last PR was superhero last May. Yeah. And I never thought I would get close to that time again. And I was fine with absolutely fine with that. And when I, um, I ran in Atlantic city, which is completely flat and it was a beautiful day and every, you know, all the pistons were firing the right way. And Mm -hmm. we got back on the boardwalk and I saw a clock and I thought, you know, I could really come close to PRing and that would be awesome because I never in a million years thought I'd get back to that. And I was fine with that. And I knew at mile 11, I said, okay, I need to leave it all out here because even if I don't PR, I want to make sure that I, I know in my heart that I did the best I could. Right. So I really did. I, I left it all out there. I was, I let like a gut sound out when I crossed the finish <laughs> and I missed the PR by 20 seconds, uh... but I was thrilled. I was absolutely thrilled because I knew I did the best that I could. So I had no regrets whatsoever. That's great. And yeah, I I do remember talking to you at the superhero half and you were like, yeah, that actually was really good. And um, I thought so too. Like, I just thought I loved that course. And I know Katie and Megan, it was probably a little more of a challenge for them. But um, I just thought that was a great course and one that I 
wouldn't mind doing again sometime if it was better supported, I guess. Yeah, that one, that one compared to some of the other ones I've done re- recently, that one was really flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The oh, one wow. I did this week, yeah, there, um, did the Pennsylvania Grand Canyon this weekend, which um, were rolling hills. <laughs> they um, always they, say that, rolling hills. They lie so much. They lie. <laughs> um, and two days in a row made it really difficult. I did one two weeks ago in Pennsylvania that I heard a girl on the course say, I swear to you, this is the San Francisco of the East Coast. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the the climbs we went up. Um, I I did do um, Flying Pig in Cincinnati, which is notorious for a big hill. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of laughed because I didn't think it was that impressive. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you haven't seen some of these around here. (laughs) So, you know, they're relative. Um, I'd go back and do superhero again. Cause I really, I did, like you said, if it was better supported, I think I would do it again. Cause I had a lot of fun, but yeah. I like dressing up too. So yeah. Have you done any of the mainly marathon series? I haven't. Um, I'm looking into doing it next year in September for center of the nation so that I can get Montana North Dakota, South Dakota, like that area of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and my thought is if I've, I'm not sure if Nebraska or Kansas is part of that group, but my thought was that I would go and do the series, and if I was had already done a half in that state, I would try attempt to do the full. Mm-hmm. But because they're so generous with no no runner left behind, if I needed to walk it, I could. Yeah, but I don't have a 50 state full marathon goal. I just have a, a half goal. Right. Um, I don't um, know. I don't have any fools I have in my body. Right now they're having a, an offer where if it's your first race that you run with them, you can get in for free as long as it's like 90 days before the race. Okay. So my next half marathon is going to be in Sanford, Maine with that series. But I think many of those races are just out and back two mile loops. Yeah. So that's <laughs> the thing that I think is, um, yeah. Going to be something different for me anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. How, you let me know how that goes. Okay, I will. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about <laughs> it on the show. I'm curious to know. Yeah. So um, I am super impressed with everything that you've been doing as far as running all of these half marathons, but still, you know, keeping your eye on bigger goals such as um, full marathons and reaching new levels of half fanatics and marathon maniacs. and. Um, yeah. I, it's been so great to follow your training, and I just can't wait to see where you go from here. I'm having a great time. I absolutely would love to travel. Like I, I definitely have the wanderlust in me. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm having a blast, even with some of my things that have gone wrong with travel. But you know, it's it's the way it goes. You just you roll with it and make it work and figure it out. Um, I've managed to do 22 different states so far this year. Wow. And. I promised my husband I would slow down next year. <laughs> Lies you tell. I I already have three on the calendar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm having fun. You know, I meet new people and I get to talk to amazing people and get to hear their stories. And it's so inspiring to see people, you know, who are just starting. Because every race there's somebody that's their first race or that's their, you know, 10th or 15th or 75th. You just never know who you're running with and who you get a chance to talk to. And just hearing all that is just, it's so much fun. It really, really is. So running is like your social outlet. It is. It's, I'm having a blast. I'm absolutely having a blast. 
That's great. Well, we can't wait to see what you do next, Tammy. So keep us updated on those full marathons. Maybe come back for our fall listener race recap show. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for talking with us. Thanks, girls. So this is triathlon training with Sue and Bree. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you, Sue? Good. I feel like I haven't seen you much this week, although I have a few times. We have seen each other a few times this week. Yeah. Just we haven't worked out. Well, we did run. All right. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) I miss you is my point. (laughs) You know what it was is you had a race and I wasn't there. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I did think about that afterward and was like, I wonder how different this would have been if Brie were running it with me. But I suffered, and I don't have you to blame for that. <laughs> um, so how did your week in training go? I feel like it was a very productive week. So I, I didn't get any swims in this week because normally we swim on the weekend, and it just didn't work out this weekend. Um, but everything else was awesome. Really, really awesome. How about you? Good. Did you want to share any specifics about what you did? Did you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I did. Let's see. Did we do our run on Monday? Is that when we did it? I'm looking at my notes here and it's not making sense. We ran together Friday because we were, I think maybe we did Monday and Friday because we did the pumpkin man sprint course one day and then we ran with Michelle one day, but I wasn't sure if we did the pumpkin man sprint course this week or last week. I think I, I wrote run four miles on Monday. So I guess we must've done that on Monday. So Monday I ran four miles with yep. you. We did the pumpkin man sprint course. That was awesome. On Tuesday, I did a six mile bike ride and a two mile run. So that was like a block that I worked on. Nice. And that was tough. Like this, this, the two mile run was way harder than I thought it was going to be and yeah. it was really when it was over. Um, I also did some PT that day, which is good. Awesome. No. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. No, on Tuesday also, that was it. Tuesday, I had an epic day. Tuesday, I also did yoga, which was awesome. Awesome. And um, for like 24 hours, my rear end didn't hurt. Like it doesn't like hurt. It's just always there. But for 24 hours, it felt great. And I was like, this is awesome. You should do yoga every day just in yeah. the morning. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was just, it was great. Maybe I think I should, but I'm not sure that's going to happen because I should do everything in the morning. <laughs> Wednesday. I hiked up Mount Agamenicus with Gideon on my back up and down. Wow. He was 35 pounds. So that was a good workout. It was a nice cross-training workout. Mama, Mama, you gave me raspberries. I did give you raspberries. Yeah. Thursday, um, I took the day off. And then Friday, I ran that seven, I ran seven miles. And how did that go? That was great. It was like the best one I've had in a long time. Because I, I did a nice, I love listening to like my, my warm-up music. And um, so I got to do that before we ran. And then we ran together. And then. Yeah, we um, did like four miles together. And then I got to do, and then I did, you know, another mile and a half, two miles home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did some Pilates. I decided that I was having weak cores and if I could strengthen my core you inspired me with your core work that um I would be healthier so I also apparently took Saturday off Saturday uh, we went to my friend's house and we did Seth processed our chickens nice so we all said thank you to the chickens before Seth killed them (laughs) yummy yeah and they're making one for dinner so it'll be good you know what I had for dinner tonight what'd you have I had five chicken legs Nice. I was so hungry. Nice. Uh, uh, today was 
crazy for me. So, um, we'll and, then, oh, and, and then today I biked 10 and I ran two and I did more Pilates as I did today. So that's awesome. That was a pretty busy week for you aside from, you know, not getting the swims in. I think so. Yeah. I think it was a totally busy week minus the swims. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that you're doing more of the, you know, the strength stuff, the Pilates, the yoga, and the um, body weight. You know, it's not stuff that's necessarily, like, essential to the plan. Right. But I think it really does make you a stronger and fitter runner and athlete, so. Well, it makes it so you're less likely to get injured. Certainly, yeah. So. Great so I'm week. very happy with my week, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, how about you? Well, uh, this week was light for me in terms of the triathlon stuff. I actually really ramped up the running and found it difficult to fit in a lot of the other stuff that I wanted to do. Um, Monday, I did a bodyweight workout. And, you know, lately I've been focusing on more hamstring strengthening to kind of combat the issues that I've been having. So I did that on Monday along with my normal hip and glute strengthening routine and some core stuff. Has that been helping? I believe it has. Yeah. Um, I had some iffy runs this week, but I finished the week strong. I mean, I'm not going to repeat it all because all the, the listeners have already heard all my running stuff at this point. But yeah, I definitely finished stronger this week. And it's crazy to me because I'm only going up in mileage and longer runs. So the fact that I'm getting stronger, like, makes me feel a lot better about what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. So Tuesday, we did yoga in the park, um, all of us as a family. So that was fun. I'm really liking the yoga. I'm going to be sad when it ends, actually. I know, I'm really enjoying the yoga. Yeah, I got to get into, um, like, a routine that I can do at home that I, I will keep up with. Um, Wednesday I did a, that was my rest day from running and I had hoped to do a swim that day, but I couldn't find anyone to swim with. So I did an eight mile bike ride. How'd that go? Good. So I did the, um, witch trot loop basically riding up, um, Agamenicus road and down witch trot and then back to my house. And it was, it was awesome. I just really tried to not break going down the hills how'd that go <laughs> good I only had to break on the very last hill as you as you come down to 91 um, that's a huge hill yeah so I did have to break there and you know you have to stop at the end anyway because there's an intersection so um but other than that I didn't have to break at all and it was awesome oh. it felt great it's mostly downhill so it's kind of an easy ride um yeah so I like that and that was my only bike ride this week. Thursday, I got in a swim with the Trinauts, mm-hmm. and that was good. My allergies actually didn't bother me too much, and it was kind of a quick swim, so I was happy with that. Oh, good. And I did a bodyweight workout on Thursday. Nice. Yeah. So How's Your backside feeling? It's doing a lot better. I actually think I pulled something maybe or kind of weakened something today, not during my run, but when I was stretching afterward. Oh, no. Um, so I've been icing it, but um, right now it feels fine. So we'll see. But, yeah, so I did one swim, one bike, uh, one yoga, and then a couple of body weight workouts. Plus I ran close to 37 miles. Oh, my. You ran 37 miles? Yes. Total. Wow. Holy goodness. So, yeah, marathon training is ramping up. Oh, my goodness. 
So. See, I think I think I think I did like thirty-seven miles this week, but you know, sixteen of those were were bike or yeah. more. Seventeen of those were on the bike. So yeah. holy goodness, Sue! Counting the swimming and the biking, I got to forty-five for the week. Wow. Yeah, and I burned like forty-five hundred calories. No wonder why you're starving today. So yeah, I'm definitely trying to make up for it and uh, make up making up for all the calories I've been burning. That's so anyway, awesome. as far as this week goes, um, I want to try to get in at least one swim. You know, I, I feel like I can get by with one swim yeah. um, and hopefully two bikes. I'd like to get a, a nice longer distance bike in. It's just hard because trying to fit in the triathlon training with the marathon training is a lot harder. Of course than it I is. Expected. And I knew it would be hard, but I just thought I would be able to do it. You know, and I'm not, and I guess the other part is like, as long, as far as the swim goes, I have to have somebody to swim with. Right. Um, although I could go to the pool. So I, maybe I'll, I'll definitely, I'll go to the pool on Wednesday if I have no other option. But yeah, the biking is like, I'm still kind of nervous about doing that because I don't want to aggravate my butt. So. Right. But I got to do it. Right. We got to do a little bit. You know what I did? I, when I went for my bike ride this morning, I biked up to um, where the race starts and I was looking at the bike course and there's a small loop and then there's the big loop. So the big loop's about 12 miles and then the small loop is about two miles. And so I did that twice. And how is the small loop? Um, the only really nasty hill is that one where you're coming up Pond Road um, that we ended up walking up the other day at the end of our run. Yeah. That's the worst hill on that loop. Oh, okay. Because the small loop is essentially the running loop, but you bike it. Nice. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we could totally go up there next weekend and do 12 miles and just do the big loop because the small loop, it's, it's really pretty simple, pretty easy. Like this weekend is a 12 mile bike ride or this week is a 12 mile bike ride and we can just do the big loop of the bike course. Yeah, that'll be fine. Just let me, let me know. And I have other bike news. Okay. I went down to the, the bike store today and I was going to get my bike retrofitted for, you know, like more grippy roadish tires yep. versus mountain bike tires that I have. And I was like, well, let me just look around and see what they have. And I'm thinking, I have a couple of gift certificates from the Strawberry Festival Road Race. I was like, maybe if I get a decent trade-in on my bike and maybe if I could find a bike that's a really good deal, I'll get a new bike. And so I found a $400 bike and I was able to take a hundred bucks off of it. So I got a bike that actually fits me Yeah. for like $2.99. That's awesome. What, yeah. what, what kind of bike is it? What's the brand? I think it's a Raleigh. I don't even know. Okay. It just fit me. That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? I'm like, hey, it's a bike. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's actually, the frame is almost slightly too big for me, but the, the frame that would have been perfect for my height was like a hundred bucks more. And I was like, no. I'm not going to do that. Will your feet reach the pedals okay? Yeah, that my feet reach the pedals just fine. Okay, and, good. Um, it fits me a lot better. Have well, you tried it out? Yeah, I got to. They always let you ride their bike around, you know. How feet. did How did it feel? It felt, well, I'd, I'd done 10 miles today, so I was a little tired, but it felt good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it didn't, it felt, it felt like there was a lot less resistance in the wheels. Yeah. Um, And it felt like the right move and... The guy was like trying to show me these $800 bikes and I was like, man, I'm a mediocre biker at best. 
a great deal for an okay bike. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so, so happy that you got a road bike. Yeah, me too. And I Seth came home today and I was like, I have a confession. <laughs> oh, he didn't know. <laughs> I asked before I spend big money. Oh my gosh. And then I was like, and I, I got the cheapest bike I could find. And, and you know, I, I was able to bring the cost down like a hundred bucks. And he's like, it's a little bit big. Are you sure you're happy with it? And I was like, he's like, you're not going to want to trade it in. And I was like, no, no, honey, it's good. And it'll be good. And I explained to him that, you know, it fits my size. I can get on and off the bike really well. The one downside of it is if I need to jump off my bike really quick, yeah. I'm going to end up hitting my lady parts because it's that high. Is it a men's frame? No, it's, it's a, uh, well, I assume it's a woman's frame because it's, it's feminine looking. The bike is feminine looking. Right, but the top bar, is it straight across or is it slanted down? It's straight across. Yeah, see, that's what I have too. Yeah, which is fine. I've never had a problem with mine. Like, I really worried about that and it has not been an issue. Yeah, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a no deal for me. So, then it's not really a no sell. So, um, I'll get my bike on Wednesday. Awesome, yay. Sorry. So, no biking for me until Wednesday. Okay. All right. Yay. It's going to be another epic week, Sue. Epic yeah. week of awesomeness. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. I mean, I'm, I'm so drained right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but it was a, it was a huge bump up for me. And I know like I'm tired because my body has to like adapt to all the stuff that I've done. But yeah. after it does, I'll be like up and raring to go again. <laughs> nice. So, um, so great job this week. Thanks. You too, Sue. I'm Thank really you. proud of all your you, you, I can't believe you ran that many, those many miles and you were kind of sore. That's crazy. Well, I, I think I'm getting stronger and that's why I was able to do it. Um, the body is an incredible machine. Like when you put stress onto it, it adapts. I know. And I, I think that's super cool, but you just have to be willing to, um, also recover and let it adapt. So, um, I think I've been pretty good about that. You know, I've been taking a lot of naps lately. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So, um, so great job this week, and um, I will catch up with you next week. That that sounds awesome, Sue. Have an awesome week, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. Sounds good. All right. So that was triathlon training with Bree, and that brings us to Runner Girl recommends. So this week, my recommend is something that helped me to relax this week and loosen up some tight muscles and problems that I had been dealing with during my running and that is a vibrating massager but not that kind of vibrating massager. <laughs> um, I, I was racking my brain of um, how I can loosen up some of the, you know, the scar tissue that I have, the tight muscles that I've been dealing with. And so um, I just had so many people tell me, oh, you need to go get massage. So I've been looking into sports massages in my area and I just couldn't find anything that I could afford to spend money on right now. So it occurred to me that I could get like a handheld massager and try that until I can actually get like a professional massage. So I went to Rite Aid at the recommendation of um, my Dr. Bree and <laughs> I found this... Um, handheld vibrating massager that is by the company Homedics and it has like 
first of all, it's amazing. It, it plugs into the wall. It's super powerful. And it has like nine different attachments for like trigger point or like diffuse massage. Or it has um, one that you can put on that does heat. You press the heat button and it gets hot. So if you need heat on an injury or something. Or um, it also does cold. So there's like a, a gel attachment that you can put in your freezer to make it nice and cold and then use the massage with that. So, I mean, it's it's pretty versatile in terms of different things that it can do. And I've just been using it um, all the time. So I use it at night, at the end of the night when everything feels tight. I use it in the morning before I run if I feel like I might need it. And then I use it again after my run. And I honestly think that this has been a huge part of why I was able to keep running this week and how I was able to finish the week strong and um, without any pain. So highly recommend if you are looking for something to keep your muscles loose, um, if you've been having nagging little niggles, you know, not necessarily injuries, but things that are making your runs uncomfortable let's say. Um, try something like this that can work out some of those knots, some of that scar tissue and, and adhesions and whatnot. So definitely recommend a uh, vibrating massager. <laughs> so Katie, what's your recommend this week? My recommend is something that I purchased on Amazon. I love Amazon if you haven't picked that up by now, listeners. This is a curling wand the bedhead curly pops curling wand and it's one of those kind of like curling irons but without the extra piece of metal so it doesn't actually like clamp onto your hair Mm -hmm. which can sometimes you know crimp it and put an awkward line and I I don't know my hair is very strange I have a lot of it I have very very thick hair and it has its own wave to it kind of like natural body but it's not something that I could just wear it like that because it's not uniform and then it just looks like I slept weird on my hair and didn't do anything to it I have that same thing with my hair Uh so you all know what I'm talking about so sometimes if I I want to curl it one section holds the curl better than the other side and you know so just depending it doesn't always turn out the way I want it to with this curling wand it's amazing. My hair holds curl until I wash it. And that never happens, especially in this heat and humidity of the summertime. It is amazing. And it's not an adjustable heat. It doesn't get super hot. So it's not really damaging to your hair. It's not very expensive, which is even better. And it's super easy to use. You just wrap your hair around the curling wand. Boom, done. Hold it on there for maybe 10, 15 seconds easy peasy. I love it. This is great. It's going to save me so much time in the morning when I feel like doing my hair for work. (laughs) So if you, like I, have difficult hair, the Bedhead Curly Pops Curling Wand, totally recommend. Oh, and it also comes in different sizes, different diameters. So if you want smaller curls, you can get the smaller diameter. If you want bigger, looser, like beachy waves, go for a bigger diameter curling wand. It's awesome. Love it. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm looking at this right now, and it's a good price uh, going right now for $19.99 on Amazon. Yep. And it comes with a heat protective glove. I guess that's because it doesn't have the clamp. You kind of need to hold it. 
Right. And for me, like I have longer hair, so I don't even put the glove on my hand. I just wrap my hair around it to the base of the curling wand and kind of hold it there at the end. And it doesn't get too hot to where my hand is uncomfortable. But if you would like to wear the glove, it is included. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Bed head, orange crush, curling wand. All right, Megan, what's your recommend? My recommend is something I ate before my run this morning because I haven't really had to think too much about nutrition with running lately because I've been getting up at 4.30, going and running, and just eating later. Well, with a long run that started at 11.30 today, I had to eat beforehand. Hmm. And so I had been getting my stride box, and they sent me a sample of an energy bar that I ended up loving. It's from Honey Stinger, which means I shouldn't even be surprised because I'm finding I like most of their stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was the peanut butter and honey. And I really liked it because it was an energy bar that wasn't hard to eat. I've been finding with the Luna bars that I've been eating, some of them just kind of get stuck in your mouth and they're a little bit harder to eat and I just don't want to. This one wasn't like that. It was soft and chewy and tasted really good. Yum. And I didn't um, feel really tired after the run or during the run besides the fact that it was like mid-80s and high humidity and sunny. Right. (laughs) Aside from that. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't a food-related tiredness. It was a – it's hot tiredness. So I really liked it because it tasted good and I've been – the other ones have not been making me happy here lately. So if you would like to try something else to eat before your runs or after your runs or just because, I recommend them. Awesome. Honey Stinger Energy Bar. You know, I've been going through this new thing. You know, I'm still low carb. I'm still keto during my, well, all of my training and whatnot. Um, I, after my Market Square Day 10K, I decided I'm just not going to use gels anymore because I got a really upset stomach. And so I've been doing no fuel for any of my runs and then using the Super Starch for races. And I think I'm going to have to start using Super Starch for my training runs. But I did eight miles, eight miles with no training. I mean, not no training, no fuel the other day. (laughs) I was so proud of myself. It's like, wow. I can't believe I just did that. Just running off fat. That's so. That's like one of the many reasons why I love keto. I can go on and on. Like anytime somebody has a problem, oh, have you tried keto? <laughs> <laughs> Solves everything. Yeah. One woman was compl- at a party I was at the other night. One woman was talking about like her low sex drive. And I'm like, have you tried keto? And then I just <laughs> laughed because, well, it does help that. But, um, but yeah, anyway. Um, so good to know that Honey Stinger Energy Bars, getting back to the <laughs> recommends, worked for you, Megan. All right, up next we have Run a Girl of the Week. This week's Run a Girl of the Week is Misty from Louisiana. And her most recent run, she said, was run number two. And she and that was a three mile run. And she said double day, six plus three equals nine for the day, which felt surprisingly good after yesterday's thirty. So not only did she do a six mile run and a three mile run in one day, 
that was following a 30 mile run the day before that's so crazy. <laughs> I know. So um, she is actually one of our newer Daily Mile friends. So I hadn't like seen her training before, but I, I guess she's an ultra runner. I mean, yeah, 30s over a marathon. So that would definitely qualify her as an ultra endurance runner. So great job, Misty. You give me hope that someday I might even be able to go longer than that and, and follow it up with nine miles and double runs that's crazy that's amazing good job yes so just a reminder we choose our runner girl of the week from our daily mile feed so if you'd like to friend us on daily mile and possibly be a future runner girl or guy all of our daily mile links are on the sidebar of our website at runnergirlspodcast.com so i think that brings us to the end of the show tonight katie do you have a quote for us this was something that really spoke to me and it says if it doesn't challenge you it won't change you and this was something that I found actually on the erincondren.com Facebook page she sometimes posts quotes because if you have one of the life planners like I know Sue you do Mm -hmm. you see in there where she has lots of motivational quotes that she's included and this was one of the pictures that she just happened to post online the other day And I really, really liked it. Actually, it was probably more like several weeks ago, but I saved it because I liked it. And there's a lot of truth in that very short statement. If it doesn't push you, if it doesn't challenge you, if it doesn't make you look at things differently, then it's not going to change you. You aren't going to get anything out of it if you don't have to kind of look outside the box. So I like that a whole lot. That's kind of what I've been doing with my long runs. I've been putting up with them and being like, it'll make you stronger, mm-hmm. monitoring in my heads and kind of going, eat your vegetables. <laughs> because if you don't eat your vegetables, you're not going to get better or stronger or bigger. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that quote, Katie. Yeah. Megan, do you want to close this out? Sure. So... That's it for episode 71 of season three. Join us next time when we'll be talking about running with kids. If you have any comments, email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com, comment at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast, or tweet to us at runnergirlshow on Twitter. Listen to us at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run. <laughs>